Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 104, 104, and scripture discourse number 182, 182. For our show, we use the Sunday prayer letter as our script and our outline. Normally, I only use a small portion of the prayer letter in the show, However, the full portion of the letter may be seen on our missionary website. (laughs) Praise God. So uh, before I get into the letter, I do have my video camera rolling to my right here. And uh, my podcasting software is running. It looks like it's really uh, got the sound up high. Don't know about that. I'm hoping it's all adjusted correctly. But I don't know about that. (laughs) If I've made a mistake, it proves to everybody that... uh, uh, I can still do the show, I can still preach out on the street, and make mistakes, and we can still be serving the Lord Jesus Christ. So you do not have to be perfect, you don't have to be full of knowledge, you don't have to know all the Bible, you don't, know how, you don't have to have a bunch of sermons and uh, all ready to go inside of you, you don't have to do any memorization, all you need is one thing, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. And as a Savior, as your Savior, then you have one other thing along with that, and that is you have a story, a testimony. And you use the verse in Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, that says, We overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony, and we love not our life unto death. Those are three key points in that one small verse that all of us should know about. So anyways, uh, uh, today is Sunday, or, well, Sunday on the video, Sunday on when you see all this stuff, it's actually Saturday. <laughs> I'm in Boulder, Colorado, and uh, we're having some green tea today. Green tea, hallelujah. Praise the Lord for some uh, hot green tea. Mm. Man, that tastes good. Tastes good. All right, so let's jump into our letter here. We've got our audience, two different types of audiences listening. Uh, one, the audio, the podcasting audience who is listening by their headset or running down the road or driving down the road. And then another set of people, God bless you on video land, watching through video and uh, watching me do this show. And this is the letter we're going to use for this coming week, starting on Sunday morning, uh, August 21st. We'll use this letter and the material within the letter all through the week till Saturday. And Saturdays are day off. So uh, we'll go back in the letter now, and we'll use this as our script and our outline. Praise the Lord, right? <laughs> August 21, Sunday Prayer Letter. It's produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder in Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel and minister the gifts of the Holy Ghost all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and to the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. So the first part of our letter is called The Word, a Seed, in the Sunday Prayer Letter. The title of our letter is Revelation chapter 10. 
That is the scripture we're going to be using. We're going to be going through Revelation chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. There are 11 verses in this chapter. Uh, Chapter 9 had 21, so we're 10 short. (laughs) I think that's pretty good. (laughs) But uh, anyways, so our conversation for this week, our talk in this letter, and our week of preaching shall be in chapter 10 of Revelation, as led by the Holy Ghost. We begin each day at verse 1, and we read slowly and deliberately, delivering the Word of God clearly with authority. We read with the Holy Ghost until He stops us, and there we teach, being led by the Holy Spirit. Uh, Let's remember that we receive our teaching from the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Truth. As per John 14, 26 and John 15, 26. Uh, exercise. This is an exercise in the Spirit. It is in t- not intended to be easy. We will learn how to follow the Spirit and to hear the voice of the Word of God as we go through the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. One chapter per week for 22 weeks. This is week 10 of 22. Once again, this is podcast episode number 104, Revelation chapter 10, and you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Uh, The letter we have here in front of us, uh, if you want to peruse the full length of the Sunday Prayer Letter, it is posted on our missionary website. You can find that at John, and my last name, C-H-O-Q-U-E dot O-R-G. Or you can go to our church website. They're all on the same server currently still. GospelEvangelistChurch.org And there you can find the entire letter. It'll be posted later tonight, uh, Saturday night. So our preaching scriptures for this week, Sunday 21, 2022, August 21st. Preaching from the King James Bible daily through the week. If the Lord will, and I'm physically able along with filming our street sermons for our video channel. Praise God. Uh, how's everybody doing out there? I hope everyone's doing fine. Uh, it always seems kind of strange for me to be doing these shows, but uh, uh, one of these days uh, I, I've had some visions or some dreams or some desires to do a podcast show with another person uh, and then talk back and forth. I've also wanted to do something like a talk show, a radio talk show, a radio call-in talk show, or even a uh, live stream talk show type where people could ask questions and of the Bible, and we can go into the Bible and answer those questions. Uh, I'm not sure how to do that still yet. I'm a little concerned with that because um, I don't want to turn anyone off. And all too often when we bring up Bible questions, they bring up questions that uh, have nothing to do with really the Word of God or with winning souls, or it's basically just a, a uh, what is it, uh, a uh, tug-of-war, some, a tug-of-war between I believe this and you believe that type of thing. And that's, so I'm really hesitant, because I've done this before, having people ask me questions about the Bible. Uh, and it turns out always to be kind of a mess, uh, because they're going to ask questions that, they already know the answer to, typically, because that's kind of how people are. They want to know. They want to feel comfortable, and they want to feel confident and sound confident when they ask the question. And the, so, the question that many people ask are the ones they already know the answer to. And if you don't give them the answer that they already know or think they think it's right, uh, then they argue with you. And I don't 
I'm not, I don't go there. And since I don't go there, I just say, well, thank you very much. God bless you. Have a great day. And so it, 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 um, it's not a comfortable situation for me. So I'm trying to come up. I pray with the Lord to come up with some kind of, uh, format that we could use as a talk show, a call in or type talk show. But it's not here yet, but that's what I'm hoping for one day, soon, very soon, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> All right. So uh, Sunday, August 21st, 2022, we're back in our letter now, preaching from the King James Bible daily through the week, if the Lord will, and I'm physically able, along with filming our street sermons for our video channel. So our Sunday prayer letter is built around seven different parts, seven parts. Each part is designed to be preached from on that particular day, such as part one is on Sunday, which will be August 21st. And uh, normally, in, before we started doing this series in Revelation, uh, we had seven different Bible verses, all in, in a similar topic, but all different Bible verses. So now that we're going through the book of Revelation, every single chapter, and we're going through one chapter for the entire week, and the way we're preaching on Revelation, it doesn't allow us to have different verses because the Holy Spirit does not want us to break up the 11 verses and place them into the Sunday prayer letter. What he wants us to do, as I mentioned earlier, is we want to start at verse 1 and read through Chapter, for example, chapter 10, until we're stopped or quickened or halted by the Holy Spirit. And where he stops us is where we're going to teach from. And every day will be different. So we'll start at verse 1 each day, as we've been doing, and we'll just keep doing that. And that's what we call an exercise in the Spirit. So in our part numbers here in our letter, it just says Revelation chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. And so part 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7, all the way to Saturday, is all Revelation chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. Uh, last week, we did do all 21 verses. Uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, I didn't do it as much as I wanted to. The last two weeks, I've been sick, and when I'm not well, I am not going to go out and preach, because that just will send me probably to the hospital. <laughs> so uh, I know know that, know not to do that. All right, so we're running right along here. So what we're going to do now is Revelation chapter 10. I'm actually going to read all 11 verses on the podcast and uh, for those that are watching through video. So uh, Revelation chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. And I am reading from the King James Bible. So verse 1. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was about his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. Verse 2, And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth. Verse 3, and he cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. Verse 4. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. 
Verse 5, And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven. Verse 6, And swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are, and the things that, and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that there are, therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be no time, no, there, there should be time no longer. Uh, sorry, verse 7, But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he hath declared to his servants the prophets. Verse 8, And the voice which I heard from heaven, heaven spake unto me again, and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. Verse 9. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. Verse 10. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Verse 11. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. And there ends the uh, reading of chapter, 11, uh, chapter 10, all 11 verses in the book of Revelation. I apologize for stumbling around a little bit there. I... Um, my mind tends to uh, dart off into different directions when I'm reading because it's like I can see the words, the pictures of the words. I'm not actually seeing the word, but I kind of see the picture of the word. And, uh, and so when I see that picture in my imagination, I tend to go there for a moment and then I lose my uh, track in the letter. So I apologize for that. But uh, anyways, so that's all 11 verses. Praise God. So the end of Revelation chapter 10. A quick recap here. What we are attempting to do is an exercise in the Spirit. In this, we read with the Holy Ghost, beginning from verse 1 and continuing until we are quickened or halted by the Spirit. And there, at those verses we preach and minister from, we talk on the verses quickened by the Spirit. In this exercise, in the Spirit, we have two outcomes we look for. One is to gain more ability to hear the voice of the Word of God as He speaks to us by His Holy Spirit. And two is to gain more willingness and more obedience in our spirit with the thought that as we grow in our spirit, we will also gain more abundance of fruit of the Spirit. Jesus taught, that he came to gave us to give us more. In John 10 verse 10, the second part of it, Jesus says, "I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly." That is an important thought to think on. We can have life. However, we can also have life more abundantly. The word more, M O R E, more, 
means to have an increase. We can increase by the Word of God. This is by faith. And faith is increased by hearing the Word of God. All this seems, you know, pretty simple to me. However, to some, it may seem unnecessary or too difficult or still maybe not needed because they are too wrapped up in the world. And this means that there is not enough room to gain more. Do you get it? Let's all reconsider our lifestyle in the Spirit. This may be, uh, this may be more important than we currently realize. Remember, seasons change. The next season will not be like any we have known before. Be awake, my friend. Be awake. All right, the next part of our letter is welcome, the fruit in the Sunday prayer letter. <clears throat> Greetings, my friend. <laughs> it's a great day in Jesus. I so hope that you too can say that. And why not? Yes, I do fully realize there are a multitude of problems in the world and in our lives. However, we as believers know that Jesus has overcome the world. Therefore, in our life, we have overcome the world. In this knowing, we are able to turn all of our problems and challenges and situations over to our Savior and Lord. And that is Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Is that what it says? <laughs> if that is what the Bible says, then why is it that we seem to not receive it? We seem to get so wrapped up in the details of overcoming this world. I get it. I've been there. I know exactly what is going on because I've lived it. I suppose there are very few problems that you have gone through, my friend, or are currently in that I too have gone through, generally speaking. Look, I'm less than 15 months away from my 70th birthday. Now, to some 70-year-olds, uh, they may not have uh, what I have in the way of knowledge and experience. Uh, why? <laughs> because I've lived a most unique life of travel. If someone has not traveled much in their life, then it could be they have a narrow view. Travelers, by and large, have a wide view of life and of the world, especially travelers who have traveled around the world. I've been in 23 countries and have traveled extensively in many regions of the world, some areas and continents I've not traveled to. But this still gives me some experience that is unique from the home dweller who has not traveled. Statistically speaking, the majority of home dwellers have only traveled about 50 miles from their hometown. Yeah, I know, that sounds strange, but I think this is a true statistics. The reason I'm talking about travel is due to the scriptures that I talked on while I was in Vail, Colorado last week, uh, August 18th, 2022. Jesus said to all of us, go into all the world, preach the gospel. That's Mark 16, 15. In the King James, it says, And he said unto them, as Jesus speaking, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. The little two-letter word, ye, Y-E, does not mean you. It means all of us. It's plural. It is all-inclusive. It is everyone that he's talking to, and everyone will ever hear Jesus speak. All of us are called to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen? Now, I'm not saying that all of us must travel. No. 
What I'm saying is, let's go into our surroundings and go to different streets and take different roads and at different times to the same locations. Yes, mix it up a little. And guess what? You just may see a whole crew of new people that you've never seen before. And there is your field to harvest in. And you didn't have to leave town. So then, go sow, go reap, go with Jesus. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, <clears throat> sorry I get so emotional, Lord, but I just, I love you, Jesus, with so much. My heart is just filled with the love for you, Lord. So, uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for asking us to pray to you that you would send labors into your harvest. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for bringing labors alongside of us to labor with us, to share the burden, to give a helping hand, to reach over and pat us on the back, to give a cold drink of water, to bring us a meal, to be fellow laborers together in the Lord's harvest. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for providing laborers. We love you, Jesus. And in your precious name, we humbly pray and believe and receive. Amen. And my letter is signed, Laboring With You, with my initials, J.C. for John Shuck. Below my initials, I have uh, one, two, three, four scriptures. First one is Exodus 20, verse 9. And I got tears in my eyes, so I can hardly see the. I just love Jesus with all my heart. And I just, uh, sometimes when I know I'm going to be praying to him, I don't just say words. I, uh, it's like I can see Jesus before me. And it's like I can hear me say these words. And it's really, uh, it's really an emotional thing for me because, uh, uh, I mean, if you really love somebody, don't you get emotional? If you don't get emotional when you love someone, then are you really truly in love? Because love comes out of the heart. And the heart is filled with emotion. And if there is no emotion, then that tells me that there is a hard heart. And it happens in marriage. It happens in relationships. It happens all over in all kinds of things. We get a hard heart. And how sad, how sad. My friend, if you have a hard heart that's waxed cold, repent. Turn to God and ask Him to give you and take out that stony, hard heart and to put in a heart of flesh, a soft heart, a heart that can be emotional, that can sense and feel love. Because we're made in your image, Lord, and your likeness. And uh, anyways, I just wanted to explain that a little bit. I just... Uh, I understand, let me just, this is not in the letter. I understand that many men are not emotional, but they really are. Many women are not emotional, but they are. All of mankind is emotional. The reason they're emotional is because not of the flesh and not of the world, but because we're made in the image of God and His likeness. God is emotional. He's not a steel robot with no emotion. And um, however, in the emotions, the world takes those emotions and perverts them. But true 
godly emotions are pure. They're not defiled. They're not filled with sin. They're not dark and evil. True emotions are good. We need to have emotion. We need to have emotion. We need to have emotion because in emotions, we can touch people in such a way that somehow God uses our heart and the godly good emotions that are in the heart to touch people. And somehow there is some sort of a transfer or some sort of a point of contact that God can use to open people's heart to understand the gospel, to open their eyes to see truth, and to open their ears so they can hear truth coming out of us. Because when we minister to people, we're ministering out of the overflow, the abundance of our heart. And that abundance, when it comes flooding out of us into other people's heart, it takes them by surprise most often. But that needs to be the love of God, the love of Christ, the love of people. We must walk in love. And in that walking in love, you will touch people for heaven that you've never been able to touch before. And, you know, the Bible says charity covers a multitude of sin. And charity is a more expansive, deeper, wider meaning of the word love. And study 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It's not the love chapter. It's the chapter on charity. Charity is very important to understand that word, charity. And when you read all of chapter 13 in 1 Corinthians, put your name in there. Read it out loud with your personal first name in there. Make it a declaration. Make it a proclamation of your life. And read it every day. Read it day and night. That's what God told Joshua. Meditate on my word day and night. Never let it depart your mouth. Keep it in your mouth. Speaking the word of God. And if you've got, if you're the one I was talking to that had that hard heart, that callous, that stony heart, that heart that's waxed cold, then open that King James Bible and read chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. And read it aloud. Stand up. Pick up the Bible and read it aloud with determination, with power and authority, and mean what you say when you read it. Don't be quiet and steely-mouthed and, you know, scared of speaking out loud. Speak out loud. Go to a park if you have to. Go up to the mountaintop if you have to. Go someplace if you have to, to be alone. But speak it out loud and believe what you're saying because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. And you're speaking the Word of God, and you're hearing the Word of God be spoken from your mouth. When you speak that chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians on charity, it'll change your life for the better. And you will see what I mean when I, when I say that Jesus came to give you life. And not just life by itself, but life more abundantly. 
Amen. Let me go back to my verses here in the letter. Exodus 20, verse 9. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Psalm 127, verse 1. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Proverbs 10, verse 16. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. Matthew 9, 37 and 38. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth labors into his harvest. Amen. I have a sidebar here I wanted to say real quick. There's 82 Old Testament verses that contain the word labor. There's 49 New Testament verses with the word labor. That is 131 scriptures that have the word labor. This could be important to God. Is it important to you? Amen and amen, my friend. So, folks, this is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, August 20th, 2022 at 2.43 p.m. from Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor, gospel evangelist church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. Take care.